What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 39 of the No Mercy podcast. We are going to be talking about gambling on this pod. We're going to talk about Booger McFarlane. We're going to talk about last week's gambling, next week's gambling, little monkey knife fight plays that we're going to give out here. We're going to give out plays for the Thursday game, Saturday game, Sunday games, and give out some Christmas presents to uh, a couple people. I won't spoil that. We found two new websites. We found a Twitter freak that we're going to talk about. Give you the give you the info for that. We answered all your Twitter questions. We went through a bunch of weird tweets, covered a lot of fucking ground. A lot of laughs, a lot of new websites, a lot of bets, a lot of money. I'm joined by the alcoholic, Robert himself, who has still no intro line and no exit line, just to spoil it for you. But uh, without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 39 of the No Mercy podcast. On this podcast, I am joined by he of no intro. Robert at the alcoholic on Twitter. How you doing, Rob? Hello, folks. How's everybody today? I thought you said you had a fire intro. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to sound like Jeff Manns on this one. Hello, folks. No, no, no good. No, you. Failed. What's Jeff say? What does he say? I don't know. He usually just responds to whatever I say to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello, everybody. That was fair. Can you just fucking get one already? Jesus fucking Dude, Christ. Dude, people have sent me like a thousand fucking God, things, and they're all bad. So like, bad what's up, life? guys? MLB model here, making lines and dropping dimes. Uh, somebody, one it's of them, all better was... than whatever the fuck you've come up with. At least they tried. Like, Spread you're not them. even trying. You're not even fucking putting an effort in. That's what This is actually me. my intro, actually, Tommy. You're fucking really bad at this. I'm surrounded by idiots. Anyway, let's get right into this, Rob. So we got a, we got a lot of fun shit to talk about. You said yeah. you got some stuff you want to bring up that you haven't prepped me on. Um, some weird oh, shit yeah. that I'm sure we'll hit throughout oh, this. Yeah. But first, the luxury of being able to do the pod the day after Monday Night Football, we have to take advantage of it, is fucking Booger McFarland was on air last night oh, with well, Jason yeah. Witten. So we had a fucking wonderful game. Complete fucking shit show. Second flop in a row. Sunday night, we had the Rams-Bears flop, uh, which I think had one touchdown in the whole game. Last night, the Seattle-Minnesota game, which had zero touchdowns up until like the last fucking four minutes of the game. So, uh, But Booger McFarlane, I started the hashtag, uh, Things Booger Says, and it seems to be uh, sweeping the nation, or not yet, but it will be soon. So what was your take on uh, the job Booger and, and our boy Jason did last night, Robert? It's like they're trading blows of who could say the dumber shit. <laughs> it's like, but but it got so bad last night. Witten is literally needling booger. <laughs> when when Jason Witten's calling you an idiot, basically, yes. he he basically said, are you, "What did he say?" He's like, "You're are you even He's, watching the same game?" Or are something? we watching the same game? Like yeah. when Jason Witten is schooling you in the booth, it's time to just shut that fucking yeah. shit down. Shut so it down. I have a list of uh, some of my favorite boogerisms from last night. Things Booger says. Hashtag Things Booger says. Um, first of all, he said at the end of the game, uh, he, he's he's so fucking stupid. Like he's he's I, I, I can't I have no words for how fucking terrible no. he is at his job. Right. And they said something about like uh, that's a questionable call or something. And he just goes, what's not a questionable call? 
is Seattle's defense. Boom. Like, that doesn't even make sense. And that no. was number, I think, 10 on my list of top 10 boogerisms. Like, there was about nine that were better than that. Uh, he also followed that up by saying that Bobby Wagner is the last surviving member of the Legion of Boom for the Seahawks. Bobby Wagner's a linebacker. The Legion of Boom was their secondary. secondary. Yeah, you sure. fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, right. My favorite, I think, was uh, when the Vikings were down 6 nothing. He said, if they don't score, they don't win, Rob. Yeah, that's right. Hard, hard-hitting analysis hard. from yeah. Booger. You had one that was pissing you off. What was it? <laughs> well, I mean, the big one that everybody freaked out about, right, is the uh, uh, they were up what six nothing, and they needed to make it a one oh the score field goal, game. yeah, <laughs> yeah, by kicking a field goal. He goes, he goes, the uh, Vikes should kick a field goal here and make this a one possession game. It's six nothing, booger. Six nothing. It's already a one possession game. You dumb fuck. Six nothing. Oh, he also said, "Well, when you play defensive football, what's defensive football?" <laughs> What does that mean? Dude, what what was the thing you said he quoted Tupac or something? Oh. <laughs> what did he do? What? This should be this like sweeping the internet. I tweeted about it like Booger's just out here quoting Tupac. He said, "Mama, he made it" or some Tupac lied, but you know how oh, he also said uh, his arms as long as the Mississippi River eating pop of a uh, uh, country fried chicken like this motherfucker i don't know but he says it so smoothly it just comes out and he just quoted tupac and just kept it moving Nobody dude said anything he he uh he told us that the redskins got rid of cousins because he wasn't taking enough risks right mm. meanwhile they brought in right. alex smith who is the risk least risk-taking quarterback the most risk averse of anyone out there um he also my favorite was went my favorite i keep saying they're, they're all my favorite they're just all so great um, the number one one for the night for me, because I heard a bunch of them and I just wasn't tweeting. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to turn this into a fucking I hate Booger McFarland night. But Booger McFucktard pops up and says the single dumbest thing I've ever heard an announcer say. I think this is the number one. This is even worse than the one possession thing. He said, these situations where you run a lot early put a lot of pressure on your young quarterback about the Seahawks, referring to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's mm. 30 years old, one of the mm -hmm. most clutch quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, has been playing in a run-first offense his whole entire career, has a Super Bowl ring, and has seven years' experience. And he's talking about him like he's Sam fucking Darnold. Yeah, amazing, dude. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Like, how do, you, how do you have a job? And I won't name There's industry people that I've spoke with, too, who were just like, I want to tweet so bad. I want to tweet so bad. And they can't. You know the whole world is biting their fucking tongue. Every word that comes out of this motherfucker's mouth. Dude, at what point do we just acknowledge the fact that ESPN is really good with this and they're just enjoying sitting back and watching all the social attention? Do you think they're tanking? There's literally no other example. Explanation. I mean, what? I don't know, Tommy. If this, if this isn't fully calculated... For reasons we don't understand, <laughs> I have no other explanation. Like what? What? What's? I mean, their I whole station is complete dog shit, and it just keeps getting worse. It's like they keep doubling down and doubling down and doubling down. And then just when I thought it was enough and I can get the day off from ESPN, I wake up to our boy Evan Silva, 
who's tweeting about their power rankings. And, uh, Rob, I'm sending you the link right now. I, I know you haven't right. seen this yet, but I'm sending you the link. Do you see the link there? Yep. All right, get on that link. So right. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, what happened with the power rankings here? First of all, the power rankings are done by Ryan Clark, okay? Which is the funniest thing I've ever seen the in my former life. former Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, secondary? the former safety, safety or corner for the Steelers is doing yeah. their power ranking. Like, is that yeah. how desperate you are? That, like, your power, power rankings are done by, you know, a player who just played a couple years ago? So I'm looking at it, and I went to it, and I saw Evan Silva flipping out about it. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Let me check. And he was flipping out about the Washington Redskins. So we're going to go through these power rankings real quick. And because uh, it'll be topical too to get our take on it. You now, every week things change a little bit. You know, week by week, it's you, you got one team that's going to win the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden they shit to bed for two weeks, and you're wondering if they're even going to, you know, make it deep into the playoffs. So they have the Saints one, Chiefs two. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. I definitely agree with Saints one still. Um, the reason why is because they're not going to play in a cold weather environment in the playoffs, right? And they'll probably play on their home turf throughout the whole playoffs. So that's a big one. Kansas City, two. I get it. Rams, three. What do you think there, Rob? I got no problem with one, two, or three. Actually. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. fine. Obviously not coming off the greatest showing. Um, but again, same situation. They can't play in the cold. So they went out to Chicago and looked completely inept. McVay looked overwhelmed again. McVay actually said after the game, I sucked. Um, which did is, he? He really did. Yeah, which is the fourth game in a row that he actually has sucked. He actually um, has. Yeah. Things Tommy G invented. Uh, the Chargers, number four. Patriots, five. Bears, six. Um, so I think, I think New England is, is better than the Chargers, and I actually think after watching the Bears that the Bears are better than the Chargers. So I would rank that Bears – or New England Bears Chargers. Um, but I'm okay with where they are in the respective rankings. I would put that New England Cowboys Bears Chargers – um, really? I, th- I think you, you believe be- in what Doc Dak just did? Yeah, I mean, from a power ranking perspective, you have to look at it, you know, in that in that sense. Um, I don't think they're going to get as far as they're capable of getting. Their defense is really strong. They have one of the best running games in the entire NFL. They have a strong offensive line. Hopefully, Martin doesn't have anything that major wrong with them. Uh, they they've been decent passing. It's just Dak Prescott. Is Dak going to fuck yeah. it all up? You know, as we talked about in the last podcast. So. Um, so the top, the top eight or nine are all pretty much interchangeable, right? Texans, Seahawks, Steelers. They have the Steelers at ten, Robert. Yeah, I think I think Pittsburgh's better than the Texans, and I think Pittsburgh's better than Seattle. You have to remember, and, and Dallas for that matter. To be honest with you, like I would put Pittsburgh at seven. And let me tell you why this isn't just my homer bias. Is um, the last three games they've lost three in a row, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Dude, they should have won each of those three games. Like, they got totally fucked in the Chargers well, easy, game. Easy, They fucked themselves. The Chargers game? Every game. Mike Tomlin cost them every game. Okay. Well, that that's true. They cost them the last game for sure, not putting – did you see that story? Oh, uh, yeah. We should touch on that real quick. Let's dovetail here. So, uh, Ben, who left the game with a rib injury, all of a sudden comes back on the last drive after they fucking give the lead up and they're losing. And then Ben comes back and marches him down for what should have been a game-tying field goal and a you know, go-ahead touchdown, like all in a matter of like what seemed like 47 seconds to Juju Smith twice. But I, And we're all sitting there going, why the fuck was Ben out if he could have played? Like, So, Rob, I'll kick it over to you. And there's been secondary stories on this, so I don't know if you've heard the newest one. I don't think I've heard the newest What's one. What's the one that you heard? Just, just, okay. First of all, fuck you, Mike Tomlin. That bag of shit is coming. 
Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the story I heard initially was that the uh, game they want to fuck with the game flow that they were in a good flow they didn't want to put Ben back in. Okay, right. That, what would you hear? Um, well, they're changing it now. That's the first okay. one I heard. Right. So the second story is always the lie. Right. The first one is the truth. And then the second one is the cover up in most situations. So that was what I heard. I heard the same thing you did, that Ben was banged up. They didn't know. You know, obviously, they got a big game against New England next week. They had the lead. It was Oakland. They thought they could win the game without him. And then once they realized they were down, they put Ben back in uh, when they needed him, which is the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Like, that is absolutely fucking insane. You're not a fucking, you know, 12 and one team. You know, that, that's not your record. You're not 12 and one. You don't have the leeway to do something like that. If you go beat the fucking Oakland Raiders, you go beat the Oakland Raiders. You're seven, five, and one right now. You're not even guaranteed a playoff berth, let alone to be tanking games against the Raiders because you have a lead and focusing on next week. But now the new report is that Ben got x-rayed. The x-rays were inconclusive, and I think this is actually according to Ben, that because it was an old x-ray machine and they had old technology in the locker room and they couldn't get the results... And then there's a fucking third story that came out, which kind of now is tying to the second story that, well, they shot Ben up with a bunch of pain stuff in the locker room, and that stuff takes time to kick in. So it didn't start feeling good until the fourth quarter. I don't know, as someone who has taken pain meds during sports, during football, and has gotten injections, I have never heard of something taking a quarter and a half to kick in. Dude, those cortisone shots are near Cortisone shots, Brett Favre used to get them and be like in three minutes later. So, you know, no. I've literally seen Ben Roethlisberger fucking dead on the turf. Like, you have to scoop him up with a shovel, dead on the turf. Like, every game, right? Dude, Ben will play with a broken cock. Like, there's no injury that happens to him that he won't play with. So don't tell, like, dude. That's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Fucking Every Tomlin story decided the not first to put one him back sounds in. the most believable. We yeah, thought we could absolutely. win it without Ben. We didn't want him to get dinged up. We wanted to save him for New England fully healthy. Didn't want him to make anything worse. That that's the believable one. The other ones just don't make any fucking sense. They don't make yeah, any fucking so sense. Cost us another game. Yeah. Like, so cost us another game. So that was Pittsburgh. But the big thing Silva was flipping out about on these rankings, which is yeah. which is the most egregious thing I think I've ever seen. Did uh, anyone get a glimpse of the Giants-Redskins game this weekend where the Giants beat the Redskins by, like, 40? Yeah. yeah, The Redskins are ranked. They were shutting them out. Yeah, they have. The Redskins are ranked 21st. The Redskins in the power rankings right now have no offensive line. Their defense is getting absolutely fucking thrashed left and right. The team has basically quit. They're on, like, their fifth quarterback, and they have them ranked ahead of the Giants – who just beat him by 40. Well, really beat him by 40. You had the bullshit touchdowns at the end, which made it a little closer after the Giants pulled all their starters. But they were up 40 going into the fourth quarter until they pulled everyone. How do you have the Redskins ahead of the Giants and the Falcons and the Bucks and teams like this who actually, the Bucks are just coming off a game where they should have beat the Saints. The Falcons are obviously a better team than the fucking Redskins right now, even though their record doesn't show it. And the Giants just whooped the shit out of them. In what world are the Redskins not in the conversation of the worst team in football? I would 100% bet the Niners and the Raiders in a pick game against the Redskins right now on a neutral field. Dude, I'm telling you right now, against the Redskins, Detroit would be favored. 
Uh, the Bengals would be favored. The Buffalo, Bills would be, definitely. Bills would be favored. Almost all of these teams They're the worst would be team in favored. Football. <laughs> They're the worst they team in football favored. right now. Like, Arizona may not be favored against them. They'd probably be a slight I would. Dog. I'd take them. Oh, yeah, I'd take the points. I mean, whatever the line was, I'd, I'd, I, there is not a team in football that you could get me to take the fucking Washington Redskins against straight no. up right now. And no. that's – I mean – it's just fucking mind-boggling how bad these are. So, you know, obviously the top eight or nine are always interchangeable in all these different sports. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. So so Silva lost his fucking mind over that today. The Packers are 19. Wait a minute. The Packers are below, you know, the, the Dolphins and the Broncos. No, the Packers now with no McCarthy are and playing. Aaron Rodgers calling his yeah. own plays – and using Aaron Jones right now. No, the Packers now are actually realistically probably a top 10 team right now. Right yeah, now. 15. Like you could argue them in that same breath with Pittsburgh and the Seahawks and the Cowboys yeah, and the Texans. Right. They're in that same world, right? So you that's could probably get them as high as seven. They could be as low as like 11, 12. But they're be- definitely better than fucking half the team, the Titans and the fucking Eagles. Like how the fuck? The, the Eagles, Eagles are trash. The Eagles are 15. The Eagles are trash. The Panthers, like these teams are done. These teams are Eagles are way shell. too high here. Yeah, it's fucking garbage. So Carson Wentz sucks. Yeah. So ESPN just fucking everything up all the time. The halftime shows are a fucking shit show. The announcers are a shit show. The games that they have are a shit show. Dude, Their what are those halftime show. shows? Oh my god! Holy fuck! I can't deal. They're so bad. You know how bad the halftime shows are. That I posted a poll, what's worse, Booger, Witten, the halftime show, or the game itself that was 3 nothing, and the halftime show came in fourth. That's how bad everything else is, that people thought the halftime show was the best of those four things. <laughs> and that was the worst. Me and I was texting with uh, Cynthia, and we're texting, and even she was like, what is this halftime show? <laughs> and I'm like, I, have no, I wasn't even watching it. I turned, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Just the worst thing I've ever seen. Props to Cynthia, though. She tweeted something that made me really laugh. She did. She did. I texted What was it? I laughed pretty hard about it. It was something about analytics. (laughs) Cue up these assholes talking about analytics. She's way nicer than that. Yeah, she was. She's like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. (laughs) But um, so so girly with McVeigh. I mean, things Tommy G invented that that McVeigh is going to fuck shit up. Why did girly only get like five touches in the first half? Dude, I was screaming. A, I had bet an overprop with Gurley fucking <laughs> in it. Um, but there's, like, has McVeigh ever given, like, a realistic <sighs> explanation of Gurley's usage? Because he doesn't know. He, he's a pass-first guy who mixes in the run, and if you yeah. change the environment on him, he just short-circuits. He's got, he's a hammer, and most teams are a nail. So he could just bang, 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 and just do the thing that he does, you know? Wide receivers running across the field, getting handoffs, wide receiver screens, pass to open up the run, back out of the backfield. The second all of a sudden that stuff's not working, he's just like, eh, cannot compute. And he just starts fucking freaking out. Blew his timeouts again early. Like, yeah. it just fu- it's the same thing every day, and I'm, I'm going to say it every fucking show to remind you motherfuckers every fucking show because I invented this. I, five weeks ago, when he was Bitcoin 20,000, were saying anything <laughs> negative against McVeigh would literally put you in Twitter jail. I was coming out and going, guys, he's a problem. The league is catching up to him. 
and now everyone's starting to go, oh, even he's fucking saying it yeah. after the game. So it's, it's yeah. mind-blowing. When you play in cold weather, Rob, and you're playing in a smash-mouth game, you have to pound Gurley in those games. Dude, the, Todd Gurley is easily the second best running back in football, if not the best. I mean, so not to run an offense. Like, what successful football team that has a top three running back doesn't run the offense through that player? And we saw Andy Reid do it at times last year with fucking, uh, with what's his fucking face, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. We disappear for games at a time. We Makes s- no sense. We, we see it happen. I mean, it's just... It's mind-boggling. You see the Packers fucking McCarthy half the year didn't even use Aaron Jones, you know, even though he's by far the best running back on the team and one of the most elite running backs in the entire league. You know, you see it. You see Doug Peterson give Josh Adams three carries the whole first half in a game that's a three-point game. You know, a couple different times we've seen that. Like, these guys just get so lost in their creativity that they forget the core of what they're doing. And everyone can make fun of Pete Carroll. And, yes, I agree that he does it too much. But honestly, look what the Seahawks do every motherfucking yeah. year. They fucking come on strong at the end. They start wearing teams down as the defenses start to wear down and get tired at the end of the year and at the end of the games. You just see them pound, pound, pound. And then next thing you know, Russell Wilson drops one over the top for a 50-yard touchdown. Dude, what's the Steelers' offensive model? It's the same thing. And right? they forget about Connor. How often do they forget about James Connor? And they're throwing yeah. with Ben inside the Absolutely. two and fucking up. How many times have you seen the Cowboys and Jason Fucktart, who's, who's making the decisions over there? How many times have you seen them at the two and fucking try and throw with Dak? And he gets sacked for a seven-yard loss instead of just pounding Zeke four times. Like, we're getting so far away and I get it. The league pass first does help. I get it. But you can't just ignore the run. And that's what's happening. We're going so far to the other side yeah. that now it's it's basically guys like Pete Carroll look like geniuses because we're going so far the other way. Yeah, that's right. The only way if, if the only way you know how to win is to outscore your opponent, um, you know, with with, with passing the ball, you're eh. pass, only, you only can last so long. Passing is a rhythm. You need to be in a flow to get that good passing offense, right? Like, And the thing about it is if you look at what the Ravens are doing, if you look at what the Seahawks are doing, all these teams, it's working now. Just Ravens are running like 45 times a game. What are they doing? They're keeping Kansas City off the yeah. field. They're keeping these teams off the field in these games. And that's key. When you have a team that relies on volume and explosive plays, give them less opportunities to explode. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys – you know, all the teams that are the, moving up the power rankings right now, Baltimore, Seattle, Dallas, it's all the run-first teams because they're starting to realize, wait a minute, the Chiefs, the Saints, the Rams, all these teams that just throw, 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 and run up 80 on you, well, let's take them out of a rhythm. Let's let them get in a rhythm and put them on the sidelines for fucking eight minutes and then bring them come back, let them come back cold. Yeah, dude, Jesus, the Ravens were chewing up massive amounts of clock yeah. Sunday. And I called it in the article. I said in the article, I love the Chiefs this week. I love taking the Chiefs in under-owned spots um, for DFS. I go, the reason I'm not is because I think fucking Baltimore is just going to kill clock, and they're just going to keep running the ball, and we're not going to get as much opportunity for the guys like Mahomes and all them. So, uh, so yeah, the league is turning. It's the same thing in fantasy, Rob. Zero running back theory, and then a year later, it's fucking eight, nine running backs in the first 12 picks, yeah, right? Exactly. Whatever the cool, yep. trendy thing to do is, the wildcat in the NFL, you know, it's, that, it's cool. It's great for a year and a half. Everyone catches up to it, and then everyone th- everything goes back to normal. So that's interesting there. Rob, you told me you, have, uh, you need some, me to see something on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hold on a second, guys. So What is this? 
I tweeted. We'll have to have Tommy G retweet this thing. Um, FBI, come get your man. Hold on. Here you go. Balloon guy, Tommy. Here, wait a minute. I'm gonna... Is this the link you just... You got it? Balloon guy. Hold on. Uh, should we give this Twitter handle out so people could go see this I don't know. Thing? What is it? Oh, it looks interesting. There's a guy with two knives on his head. He's got... So... Is this guy going to kill himself or something? No, no. So he's got two knives on his... He's got what I would call... He fashioned some sort of a custom... Holy shit. What is this? Two knife... It's like a medieval dick wood torture knife device. Yeah, it's like a head thing with a knife in the front and the back. Just a pop balloon. Just watch. Yeah. (laughs) This is... is... (laughs) His hat fell off. (laughs) (laughs) This dude's just got fucking... So what he's also this? wearing ear protection for when he pops the balloons. He does the knife hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, all right. At Pinkity Plink or Plinkity Plink. At yeah. Plinkity Pink. Pl- sorry. Plinkity Plink. P-L-I-N-K-E-T-Y. P-L-I-N-K. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Is he still doing this? <laughs> He has knives on his so back and he lowers himself with a rope. all these wood contraptions just to pop a balloon with knives at the end of it. Like, <laughs> he can't get the balloon. <laughs> he so, randomly, this asshole randomly puts a desk on his head, but dude, he that's put what knives on the bottom the of balloon. each leg. And he just, it's like two minutes of him trying to pop dude, these fucking balloons. He's on. still trying to do it. So this guy basically has these wood things with knives on the end of them. And all he does is just pop balloons with it so he makes like this extravagant contraption that probably took him like four hours to make and then he just pops a balloon with it like a six-year-old could do like you'd think he's gonna have this big match he's still chasing this pink balloon (laughs) (laughs) do you see where he's got the long balloons and he goes around with the he's got a desk on his head i gotta fast forward this to see it oh just fast hey he popped it this is he popped it (laughs) this is this is what we've come to in this country what is this now? Oh my god! I thought he was gonna cut his head off. What a fucking weirdo, dude! What a fu- holy shit, Rob! Have you gone to his Twitter? Uh, no, I've just enjoyed this video. Go click off that video and look at the second tweet from his account. <laughs> you fucking asshole! Why'd you send me what? Here? <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm what? off this. I'm off this. The fuck. Um, what I'm I'm out of words, dude. He's his second tweet is, is that his dick? Oh my! Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I bought this chicken drumstick from your store in Norris Green Walton, and it tastes like moldy cheese. Not happy, and it's a picture of a fucking like uncircumcised dick with fucking ingrown hairs and foam. Oh. That dick's about oh, to go in the surgery, though. Look, dude. it's got a it's got a surgical oh, blanket on. Oh, fucking dude! Holy, I'm done with the fucking. I'm off this. Jesus Christ! Balloon guy, go check it out. Oh, dude, I really, I really felt sick to my stomach there for a second. I had to close that off. That's disgusting. Um, but uh, anyway, you guys should definitely check that out. See what we're talking about. Plinkle, <laughs> Plinkle Bells is his name. But the balloon thing is way down there. Like I don't see the balloon thing up at the top, dude. There's oh. a picture of my hand on there. No. It looks like my hand. Hold on. What's this? I'm going to send you this link. Dude, you got to scroll through this dude. This dude's oh, fucked. Oh, yeah. There's a gingerbread man jerking off. Dude, this dude is fucked. 
What is this tweet you said? <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. Hold on. Plinkity plink. Dude. Plinkity plink. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys just gotta go check Dude, this out. This is a real this problem. Is a fucking disturbing, disturbing fucking thing. Anyway, let's let's get back to something that doesn't involve uncircumcised dicks. Um, how'd you do last week, Rob? Uh, not great. I pushed on the Saints, um, but otherwise, yeah, I bet Pittsburgh. I bet uh, the Rams. I bet Kansas City. How about you? I uh, I had a great day. And the worst night of my life, maybe? Possibly. One of them. Um, I had Tampa Bay on the money line and with the points. uh, Lost both of those. So that was the best bet I've made that lost that game. Tampa Bay was up 14-3 in the third quarter. New Orleans couldn't do anything. After fucking missing two field goals, where they should have been up 20-3, and then they get a punt blocked at their own fucking 12-yard line, which leads to an immediate New Orleans touchdown, turns the momentum, and the game gets out of hand. So Tampa Bay should have won that game with their eyes closed. They should have walked to that victory. So I'm giving myself a mental win for that, even though I got a book loss. Um, I had Miami on the money line, which, <clears throat> yeah, it took a little miracle at the end, but I deserved it after that fucking Tampa one. But the bet was there. They, uh, they also got two pl- punts blocked in that game. So really, they... Three punts blocked and two missed field goals when you have 10-point money line dogs, Rob. That's usually not good. Tommy, is there anything better than winning that bet the way you want it? No. Were you watching the game? I deserved that bet. I deserved that fucking win. Were you watching it in real of time? Of course. Yeah, I have, dude, I have dude, fucking three TVs and eight games on it. Once. That is the absolute best. That was that. I deserved that thing after that Tampa debacle. Um, my biggest bet of the day was the Giants. That was I had them in everything. Um, so that was that was huge, uh, and I had a good good day. So I mean, between the one o'clock and four o'clock, I think it was up like nine and a half units. Um, so then, you know, typical Tommy G fashion, I was like, "Let's fucking party tonight!" And uh, didn't realize I had a teaser and a parlay with the Rams in it already. So because I was a little drunk, so I posted separate bets with the Rams in it. Ah, uh, and then on top of that, I put in a bunch of props. And uh, didn't realize that the game would end like 15 to 6 or whatever the fuck the score yeah. was. So, uh, yeah, as you can imagine, all those over props that I thought were going to hit. So uh, you quadrupled slug. down. So, yeah, I, I, I doubled down intentionally and quadrupled down by accident. And then uh, made it back Monday. So Monday yeah. went about 8 or 9 units. Um, that was with missing the score first props. But hit, hit a lot of those props thanks to Dalvin Cook. And then I had Seattle three different ways. That, I thought that was, yeah, that was one nice. of the easiest bets of the week. Um, Seattle last night. Um, so, so that was last week and, uh, let's talk about this week, Robert. So, uh, let's, let's look at the board here. We'll do some monkey knife fight stuff too. Um, you guys need to get over to monkeyknifefight.com. You hear us talk about it all the time. This is the last week for this promo. So if you haven't deposited on monkey knife fight yet, this is the last week that this promo is going to be valid. 120% deposit bonus up to $250 on monkeyknifefight.com. And uh, you'll also get a promo code emailed to you for 20% off everything that we have at the site. So you could buy anything you want at the site. This is last week. This is promo code ELITE. ELITE. So promo code ELITE gets you 120% deposit bonus. Find 120% deposit bonus anywhere else in the industry. And we'll do a little monkey night fight scouting here, uh, Rob, in a minute. But first, let's yeah. go through some of these games. So right. we have the Chiefs and Chargers on Thursday night. Chiefs at home. Uh, I'm seeing minus three and a half, minus one oh five 
and a total of 53. Are you on board with that? You seen the same lines? Yeah, same number everywhere. Okay, so uh, you got to lean on this. What are you looking at here? Yeah, so I, I, I'm going to – I hate to take so much chalk here, but I like KC. You know, I make them minus five. They're getting three mm-hmm. and a half – or laying three and a half. I'm good with that number. Um, I've also got an over lean. I've got 56. They're at 53. So um, I probably end up landing on KC in the over here. I actually have the same thing. Um, I like this because – I'm even seeing on my credit line KC my, uh, minus three and a half pick them, so like I don't I don't have to lay any juice on it. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing minus 105 um, on most places, so I could buy down the three fairly easily, or I could you know chance it and wait and see if the juice moves that two three by itself. But I'll probably just play it safe, take the 10 cent discount on the juice there, and get this down to three. So I'll take Kansas City minus three. I'll definitely have Kansas City minus 175 in a parlay. Probably do a little do a little Thursday, Saturday parlay. You know, maybe take uh, KC minus 175, the Texans minus 270, and, uh, and then, you know, do that straight up. Uh, so you're definitely buying this hook. Oh, God. When is the last time I sat on three and a half? Like, that'll never. Have you ever bet three and a half? Never in my life. Never. No, never. Never, unless I was, like, plus three and a half. Never. I've never laid three and a half in my life. I don't think I'd rather I'd rather lose more money a hundred times than lose because of the hook once on three and a half. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you know me, things like eat at yeah. me for weeks. So right. no. And Rob, I've been doing a lot of research on it and I think I've come across some data oh. that I sent to you that you didn't read because you're an I didn't asshole. Read it. Preston skimmed no. it. And I think there is some validity to buying the half point on numbers like three, seven, ten, uh, and sixteen and a half. So to get to get to seventeen, so even on a to say a fifty-six point total, because a half a point's worth different amounts based on the total, right? I mean, yeah, you'd imagine that they'll be more valuable on a thirty-seven total than a fifty-seven Absolutely. total, right? Because there's yeah. going to be less points. But I've been digging into it. I want to. I want to eventually debunk the half point by theory. So that's my mission because I am convinced that it does make sense to buy to the three in these situations. Preston had a good point. He said, you know, this year, maybe not as much. And your theory may have had more validity because I did quote some articles and found some data on it. I want to get the full, the full research done before I really drop it. But um, he did say that there's a lot more two-point conversions and missed extra points this mm-hmm. year. So mm-hmm. that might discredit it a little bit. And I agree with him. I agree with him. It's probably not as valuable as it was before they moved the extra point back. But um. I still I think I'm there, Rob. I think I'm on the verge of a breakthrough where I could justify buying half a point mathematically. Cool. I can't wait to hear and see the dissertation. Yeah. So um, you know one of my key points, which I don't want to say on air because then everyone's going to go beat me to the punch. But I have I have groundbreaking thought process that even Rob, Rob, you did hear this part, and Cheetah were like, ah, I never thought to look at it like that. So I will unveil that. Maybe on the next No Mercy, I should be done. Okay. So I got to get in, get in Freeland or Cheetah or someone like that. I was just going to say, who's going to run the data? Yeah, I got to get someone smarter than me <laughs> to do it. It's not going to be me. It's not, it's not going to be you because you'll just ignore it. So I got I to gotta get Cheetah drunk or something and get him to do it. But, um, yeah, I do like the Chiefs in this game. I do like the over in this game. So, so I think I'm on the same side as you with that. Um, you want to do some monkey knife fight on this game? Yeah, let me get there. Hold on. Right. So monkeyknifefight.com. While you're getting there, promo code use promo code Elite, Rob. You'll get a hundred twenty percent deposit bonus up to two hundred fifty dollars. Already did, homie. Uh all right. I'm on the Chargers KC game. Is right. that the game you want to look at? Yeah, so we'll do Chargers. We'll just do it all for right. this game. Um so Chargers KC over under uh Mahomes 
uh, over three and a half. Philip Rivers over two ninety one and a half. This is good just for people that are betting props anyway, because the props obviously you could bet them straight on your local books, or you can go to Monkey Knife Fight and do it this way, which I would advise you to do. Uh, Mahomes over three and a half. Rivers over two ninety one and a half. I kind of like both those overs in this game if we think the game's going over. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would lean over on both of these as well. Yeah, actually, so. I'm, I'm actually just going to plow these in while we're talking. All okay, right, let me go ahead and so I don't, this over. There I don't go. mind that one. Um, let's go to the rapid fire game here. In, what do you like here, Robert? Mahomes minus five and a half yards to Philip Rivers. I think I'm going Mahomes. Wait a minute. All right, so Rivers is getting five and a half passing yards. Right. Um, I think I'm going Mahomes on that, just because their running game haven't hasn't looked that great. Yeah, I'll go Mahomes. That, that that's actually a little easier than the second decision receiving yards. Kelsey versus. Ty I like Freak. Kelsey. I'm always going to go Kelsey in that matchup. I am too. Hill's getting a half a yard, which is a meaningless. Yeah, it's meaningless. Uh, meaningless number. But I'm going to avoid the rapid fire. To okay, I actually like the rapid fire better than the over under. So I'm going to play okay. the rapid fire with uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. Um, reception collection. This is a good one for this, this game. Is actually, one I this like. is the one we like here. Yeah. So. We basically need to compile 21 and a half. And for those people that can't play Monkey Knife Fight in their states that are listening to this, we'll tell you what we think our projections are from a prop perspective. Um, so reception collection over 21 and a half receptions. I mean, you go Keenan Allen, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you yeah. have the potential for Kelsey or Keenan Allen, each of them, to possibly do double digits themselves. Well, look, so guys, you got to pick three. Okay, so you get a whole laundry list. You got to pick three. Eckler is out, not a factor. Justin Jackson. So, yeah, it's really obvious. I mean, if you have Melvin Gordon out, too, if Melvin Gordon ends up being out, too, you have two of the top pass catching backs in America. Exactly. Not playing, which should lead to more targets for Keenan Allen. And you should see one of those 13, 14 catch games out of him. So, uh, so yeah, Keenan Allen, Kelsey, Tyree Kill. So I think we're in agreement. This is probably our favorite one, right? Well, so the goal is 21 and a half, the two extra money. I'm going to bet the 21 and a half, and I'm going to bet the 25 and a half, the 3x my money. Yes. I'm not going to go up to 29 and a half receptions, the 5x, but I am going to bet the 25 and a half receptions, the 3x. I think all guys. the receiving props, this is one of those games that lines up for it. Uh, the go long, 276 yards between those three guys. I mean, that seems like a lot, right? But I mean, I could see Keenan Allen going for a buck 10, Kelsey going for a buck and then needing 60 yards out of Tyreek Hill. So I don't hate that one. Yeah. So, so I, I think my favorite ones have been the ones I've had the most success with, Robert, have been the rapid-fire three out of four, where mm-hmm. I only have to hit three out of four so I can miss. You did one of those. Right. So uh, you can hit Mahomes versus Rivers. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to do Kelsey versus Hill. So it's that same first two for two. And then depending on the news with Melvin Gordon and Eckler, I think you got a fairly easy one with Justin Jackson versus Spencer Ware. I like Justin Jackson. And then receptions, it's all day. It's Keenan Allen versus Conley. So you got a free square there with Keenan Allen versus Conley. That's a free square. If Melvin Gordon then miss, Justin Jackson's a free square uh, versus Spencer Ware, I think, just because Damian yeah. Williams is getting mixed in so much that he's going to have right. more volume versus a worse Rundy. And then basically you just got to hit one out of two with Mahomes versus Rivers and Kelsey versus Tyreek Hill. So and guys, if you're listening to this, I want you to go, if you're going to bet these, go do it now because these props do change throughout the week. And mm-hmm. we're a few days off from uh, the Thursday Especially game. since we have a site with tens of thousands of people on it and we have a podcast with tens of thousands of people listening to it. 
It's not that they're doing this to fuck you guys. It's just like any other book. Any book. Right? Like any a book. bookie is always going to fucking move lines based on volume. So for Monkey Knife Fight, we're the whale. We are the Monkey Knife Fight whale. We are probably bringing in the most volume per day at Guru Elite to this site. So yeah. when our people start pounding the same bet, their algorithm is going to naturally start to offset it and either change a matchup or two or wait. It. It. So you yeah. want we do try and text them and say, hey, we're promoting this one. Try and leave it. And Nick and the guys have done a great job of leaving some stuff up there, which really shouldn't have been left up, especially last Thursday. Thanks to him for that. But um, but yeah, you got. I'm going to text Nick about the reception one, but I just want to make people aware like this could change. Text so. him for the reception one and the rapid fire one. Let's see if we can get those held up there. All right, we'll see what we can do, but they might change, guys, and there's yeah. nothing we can do. Yeah, about it. but I mean, you know where we're at, right? So if you see anything with Keenan Allen versus Conley or Jackson versus where uh, you want to hit that um, if we find out Melvin Gordon is out. Keep in mind, the second we find out news on Melvin Gordon, that can change too. So uh, what other bets for this week, Rob? While you, while uh, you do that, right, I'll go so, through some stuff while you send that email. So yeah, No, I just sent it and just told him, listen to the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, so we got the Texans-Jets. I'm going to be at the FanDuel Live Final this weekend. They're renting out a whole suite for like 150 of us, so it's going to be pretty dope uh, suite at least. Be out of the cold uh, for the Jets game. I think Matthew Berry is going to be there. I think Ray Lewis is hosting the next day. Uh, they have Ray Lewis hosting the uh, the live final on Sunday, and then T.I. is doing the after party at the Playboy Club. I, oh, I had, man. I had to party re- like 2006. I, was say, I had to recheck my email and see if it was like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget Ray Lewis killed a guy. Yeah. Never forget. And that. I think someone killed uh, T.I.'s friend at a concert that he did, too, at one of his shows, if I'm not mistaken. What's a T.I. song? I, like, I've heard of him. Oh, but dude. It's, dude, it's, you do, it's old shit. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. It's I mean, T.I. I know what he looks like. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. Like, I just, I don't know. Fucking, what was, it's fucking T.I. I haven't heard a song of his since 2008. I think Live Your Life was the last song of his that I heard. There's like 50 people screaming at us what T.I. songs are. There was 10 popular T.I. songs. Well, I know Live Your Life. I mean, that was, that was fucking what? I think that was 2007, 2006. Hmm. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, that was actually interesting. Right. whatever um but anyway maybe to bring some bring some hoes in that house uh let's look at some other bets here so i like the texans minus the six if darnold's quarterbacking which i believe he is going to be um on the road against the jets how you feel about that yeah i'm good with that i'm good with that yeah that's probably um, going to be a teaser game for me yeah definitely yeah. um how do you feel tommy about the miami minnesota game i think it's an interesting game See, I think we'll probably be on other sides of this. Knowing you, I think you're going to want the Dolphins, right? Yeah, I like. I definitely like the Finns in this spot getting the seven. A lot of recency bias here for me, just watching them play. Oh, um, by the way, we should mention, um, the ahead. single hottest sports better in America right now, do you know who it is? Jeff Mance. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jeff Vance is fucking pissing fire in our gambling package. So um, I think he's fucking, what, 9-1 and one in the last fucking two weeks? And I think this, I don't know. He's up like 20 units or something. Yeah, he was... went from like, you know, up a few units to like the leading fucking unit guy in the whole package. So, uh, yeah, Jeff has just been absolutely pissing fucking excellence. And honestly, got to give props, even though I hate to do this, to uh, the other Jeff. Jeff El Jefe. El Jefe has been fucking pissing fire. I mean, obviously, you know, the package is going great with everyone. But, I mean, I'm going to highlight the two hottest guys right now. 
And Jeff Collins has been very good in football. I think he's only had one losing week um, yeah. since week seven when he started doing it. But I'm talking more about his basketball, dude. Uh-huh. I mean, what one of the greatest calls I've ever heard in my life. He literally out of nowhere, because Collins will post some bets for a few days, and then he won't post anything for a couple of days. He'll post for a couple of days. You know, so he really only – he picks his spots. Only when he really loves stuff will he post in there. But he texted us yesterday – or what, the ninth? Two days ago. Whenever that was, two days ago. And he goes, guys, if you want a free 15 to 20 to 1 parlay, here it is. And it was like the Nets money line, the Cavs money line, and the Mavs money line. All were like two to seven point dogs. And he basically just said it like in passing, like here's free 20 to 1 on your money. And I meant to put it in, but I was in the car and I wanted to wait till I got home. And I didn't. And it fucking uh, hit. I put it in. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I got it in. Yep, Dude, it hit like 17 to 1. Yeah. Oh, I was so mad, but Jeff's yeah, on fire. Is, yeah. He's won his last five NBA bets, hit that parlay. Um, I think he's like 20 and 12 on the year. So our basketball package, which we don't talk about as much, um, me, you, Collins, and Cheetah have been pissing fire, man. I was going to say, wait a minute, motherfucker. I'm heating up. Yeah, no, no. Listen, I, me, you, Collins, and Cheetah have been pissing fire. Collins is 20 and 12, which is a great winning percentage. Um, you're up seven units, and you came from starting down. At the beginning of the year. So you've been real hot for the last fucking couple weeks. Um, I'm 62 and 40. So I'm hitting it like a 60% clip uh, in college basketball. And I'm not even in college basketball mode yet. I'm watching fucking football all week. And sports cheetahs just, you know, just won't stop. Hasn't stopped since the day the season started. 65 and 32 right now in NBA. I mean, he's literally hitting at a 67% rate. Um, I'm hitting at about a 59% rate, 60%. He's plus rate. like 27 units. And he's up 28.74 units. I mean, yeah. just fucking slaughtering. So uh, we're, is good. we're murdering. We're murdering basketball right now. Um, back to football. Uh, Go for it. Any other bets you like here? Uh, no, we never finished the Miami. Uh, oh, that's so right. You... So you like Miami plus seven. I like Minnesota a little bit. I don't like the seven, but uh, I do think I'm, I'm almost certain they win that game. Almost certain. So that'll be like when I said I want to do a money line parlay, like Chiefs minus 175, Texans minus 270, Vikings minus 320. You know, yeah. I'll throw all them in. there. I think those are those are locks for wins. So uh, and I've been having a lot of success with those this year. Those kind of just throwing all the big you dogs. have. You really throwing, have thrown all those big dogs in there together. They're big favorites in there together um, and just not having to lay any juice. So what's the line on this 320, 170? I'm trying to get a payout on that. Um, and 270, minus 270. So that 100 gets you about a buck 82. So you're looking at almost two to one odds on that. I really like that parlay right there. Um, I just think the Vikings are going to bounce back this week. They were on the road. Tough place to play in Seattle. You know, I, I think this is a week where the Vikings come out and they really romp the Dolphins. The Dolphins yeah. are a way better team at home. They're way worse on the road. Um yeah, I think the Vikings come and thump them. What's up with that Thielen usage last night? What's up with that Thielen usage every night? It makes no fucking they sense. Ne- Dude, he's on like every one of my season teams, and I play him in DFS basically every week. They do not look at him till two minutes left in the first half. Yeah, like It's I know. like they script the first 35 plays, and none of them have any involvement with Thielen. I, I don't get it. And then every time they start throwing to him, and he fucking goes crazy. Like... He ended that game with 76 yards, and he didn't have a target in the first half. Like, throw the fucking ball, and then they get in the red zone, and they don't look at him again. 
No, you can hand it to him out of the backfield. He's Dude, just as good on just the run. Get him touches. Yeah, just get him touches. Wide receiver screens. He's a monster compared to these corners. Like you yeah. can't go. You can't even go a f- six plays without getting him a touch or at least a target. And they Ridiculous. go fucking six drives without doing. It's cost them their season. Yeah, it has. Like they were. They were a very good team until they started this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, weird game here. Bengals Raiders. Um, I don't have much of an opinion on this game, Tommy. So hold on. I've got... I do. um, I have a weird opinion on it, but it's... Go ahead. What's your opinion? I like the Raiders and the points here just for my philosophy of I'm not going to take a shitty team laying points, right? Like the Bengals are fucking atrocious. So I've got them at minus two. So so you don't hate the plus three. You probably wouldn't. No, it's fine. I mean, uh, one point's not usually a play for me. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. It won't be one of my preferred plays, but I do have a play I really like here. I like the Colts-Cowboys under 47. Colts-Cowboys under 47. I like that play, Tommy. That's that's one of my favorite plays on the week, for sure. Yeah. I really like I that. I am play. at 44 and a half. Hey, how about Tommy G? I don't how about need, that? I don't need no fucking algama shmrithum. Uh <laughs> 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 I, I i do have a i do have a, a a lock of the week for the listeners though okay well is this going to be your best play on the site or do you have a different one for the site because you got to keep got to keep someone to find a paywall no i'll have i have four or five but oh, okay, I have a okay. then i really give, like then i'll allow you to give it okay uh green bay money line mm. i'm taking a sip of agua please hold, T- hold take on. a sip looks good too um plus <sighs> okay continue you don't have your fancy fuckboy water today. No, no. I got my big boy water. I got my that water. That is a man's see, water see how, see how these long fingers wrap around that whole thing? Jesus Christ. Tommy literally could touch his palm as they <laughs> wraps around the water bottle. He touches his palm. Uh, <laughs> Green Bay, plus 207, plus 200, somewhere in that range. Um, this is not the Green Bay that we've seen early in the season. Uh, McCarthy's out. Aaron Rodgers' dick is hard again. Um they're going to lay wood on Chicago. I think they win the game outright. Also, favored. the uh, the fucking last, like, 17 games these two teams have played, Green Bay's won 15 of them. I think they've won the last six. I think they've won every game since 2015 and 9 out of 10 since, like, 2010 or something like that. So... This has been Green Bay's fucking wheelhouse to beat the Bears. Um, it's one of those things like how New England can't win in Miami. You know, the Bears just can't beat the Packers. But um, I do like four. It. Did you say that? 12, What's up? They're 12 and four. They're 12 and four. The last 16. Who is Green Bay? 12 Again, and four against the spread. No. Yeah. yeah, Against the spread. Yeah. Straight up. They're 15 in their last 17 oh, just to beat them. Well. So if you're looking at the money line there um, for the outright win, they've beat them 15 in the last 17 times and they're probably just as good a team right now, right? You just, and they're used to playing in the cold. The Bears lose that advantage, which is a big advantage they have over most teams. So uh, I definitely liked five and a half, and uh, I'll probably take a stab on the money line. I think both defenses are in play from a DFS perspective too. Um, and then the last one that I will give is the under in the Panthers-Saints game on Monday night. What's that at? Um 51 and a half. Mm-hmm. What do you, yeah, what do you mean, have it at? Uh, hold on. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, 
I mean, I have to agree with you a little bit. I'm at 50. Um, I don't need no fucking Algorithm. He doesn't need no Algorithm. I do like New Orleans to win this game, though. Yeah, see, I'm 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 differing with you here. Um, I don't know where I stand on it yet. It's a, Carolina tends to be a stay away team for me to begin with, just because you never know if good cam or bad cam is going to show up. But it's like Saints on the road, man. Ugh. I I I'm tempted to go money line. We just watched fucking Tampa Bay basically beat the Saints. They they did. If you watch the game, they beat the Saints. They did everything in their power to give the Saints that game. Yeah. And Carolina, although they're they're a spiraling team, they're still better than the Bucks. So I don't know. It depends on the weather there, Rob. If it's really nice in Carolina and Kakalaka, then I'll probably go Saints with you and lean on that. But if it's if we get any type of cold weather or anything, you're you're out there. What do you think the weather's gonna be like? No, nah, it'll be forty five and sunny. Well, I mean, 45, though, for the Saints. That's that's a big deal. Fucking eight inches of snow here right now. Is there really? Yeah. You're getting snow there already? It's miserable. This is the earliest snow I've ever Holy seen in North shit. Carolina. Yeah, so depending on the weather, I'm gonna is where I'm going to lean on that game for sure. Um, I don't hate the, the Carolina money line there. That's that's one that I don't despise, so I will look at that. Um, Want to do some Christmas presents? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's do some Christmas presents here. I have um, – you want to go first or you want me to go first? No, I'll go. Okay, you go. All right, so I got Big Ben. Uh, does Big Ben get a Hanukkah gift or a Christmas gift? Do you know? Hmm. Roethlisberger? Sounds Jewish. Sounds like I think the, he's Jewish, right? Sounds like a name in a law firm, right? What do you think? Um, Roethlisberger, Gold, Bourbon, Feinstein. Yeah. I could see that. That has a, that has a ring it. to it. Let's not guess at the man's religion. Let me just Google it. I don't it. give a fuck about religion. I'll guess at everyone's it's religion. Roethlisberger is Jewish. Fuck religion. Um, <laughs> Dude, there's a site called Jew or Not Jew. <laughs> hold on. Is that the, hold on. JewOrNotJew.com? Hold, hold on. All right. Go to JewOrNotJew.com, and we're going to type in Ben Roethlisberger. Dude, hold on. Hold on. Jew or All right. Not Jew. <laughs> Verdict. Not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> how does where, this exist where do you think how does this exist oh all right there we go he, uh, they give Jew, he's got a juice score of three i don't know i i don't know the analytics that go into the juice score um <laughs> but he has a juice score of three and the verdict is juice score three of course um, not but that didn't stop people from attempting to claim him as a Jew after he led the Steelers to a Super Bowl win. Theoretically, Roethlisberger could sound Jewish, but only theoretically. In reality, it's Swiss. Oh. Huh. Only a three on the Jew score? Anything that ends in burger should be higher than a three. Is that at a ten? I don't know. I'm trying to find the Jew score. Uh, uh, I mean, it has now. to be because the three Stooges Jew score is 12. So maybe that's three fours. Let's go athletes here. He says, and now with rape accusations resurfacing again, we will stay far away. (laughs) Not a Jew. Jew score three. Um, This is awesome. So, oh, here's here's a list. You could do Peyton Manning. Verdict, sadly not a Jew. Jew score a five. So, (laughs) (laughs) on a scale from zero to rabbi, what is the Jew score? What is, I mean... (laughs) This is fucking amazing. I didn't even get to my gift yet for Ben. Cause we... What the fuck is this? Woody, who we has the highest give our website juice score? Woody Allen has a 13 juice score. I mean, who? what is this on a scale from? 
Who has a 13 juice? Woody card? Allen. He is Jewish, isn't he? Well, yeah, but I'm saying like 13. Like what? what's a rabbi have? I don't know. What's, uh, Mel uh, Brooks? Like, Think of the most Jewish people. Mel Brooks is a 15. Huh. Abraham uh, Lincoln has a Jew score of six. Sadly, not a Jew. Um, <laughs> Jerry, Do Jerry Seinfeld. Ari Gold is a 13. Wait a minute. Jerry that's a fake Jew. Seinfeld. Real person. I know. I know. Jerry Seinfeld has a 13. 13. That's got to be the highest. I mean, Jew Larry score. David has to have the highest Jew score, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's yeah, see. He's the most Jew. He's a 14. All right. He's up there. Richard Lewis is up there. He's a 12. Hmm. Let's see. Verdict Jew. Verdict Let's see. Uh, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Two scores zero. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, that, that makes sense. So, Listen, so the two score on. goes so, from, from <laughs> Hitler to Jesus. I'll do Jesus real quick. Do Jesus. <laughs> Ever since we started this site, one profile has been the most requested. One name has been the most searched for, Adolf Hitler. And Wait for years minute. we resisted. Seeing Hitler's mugshot splats all over our website just seemed wrong. And after the lowest possible score of zero just seems too high. Jesus has a Jew score of six, and it says sadly not a Jew. Oh, sadly a Jew. Sorry. <laughs> sadly a Jew. <laughs> Oh, this is great. Oh, my. This is good. What's the Virgin um, Mary? Virgin Mary's an eight, so the Virgin Mary is more Jewish than Jesus. Than Jesus. Oh, here's God. God. God is an 11? Sadly, not a Jew. All right. Um, well, that was interesting. That was yeah, so, we need to just give our website a week away. Last, yeah, last I, got, I actually shit. have one. We're going to double down here because I have a website for you, Rob. So, uh, you so let's see what, what, uh, what you're giving to uh, the non-Jewish Roethlisberger. The Swiss Roethlisberger, I should say. Swiss, Swiss Roethlisberger. This almost changes my mind. Uh, no, I was going to give uh, Ben uh, some cortisone shots and things like that that make him feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just going to give him a new head coach, dude. Oh, I've got, that would be I, the I best gift keep shitting ever. Tomlin. I got to give him a new head coach. You know, they got rid of Todd Haley last year, which was a gift from, from heaven for him because they didn't get along, and Haley's a fucker. Um, so, man, I, I think he would just love a new head coach. Well, I think that I think that's a great gift. I think that's the best gift you can give him, Steeler Nation, uh, everyone, and me, everyone who bet on them to get to the Super Bowl beforehand, fantasy, everyone. So uh, that that would be a good one there. Uh, I'm going to give a gift to the ESPN crew, who does Monday Night Football. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. add Collinsworth in here too. We'll add a fourth, but uh, really, Booger and Witten are the primaries uh, focus on this because they stink, Rob. They all stink. Okay. Yeah. So I am going to send them a jar of farts, and I have actually found a website. <laughs> no, you did This is true. I was... <laughs> this is why you said, what am I sending? I am going to send you the link right now. Please check your text message. Uh, it is sendajart.com. So a jart is a fart in a jar. It's a jart. Holy fuck. So it this says, send a fart in a jar, a jart, laughs for hours, stinks for days. It's only 10 bucks. So I could, uh, I could afford four of those for 40 bucks. Let her rip in four easy steps. Choose a scent. Customize your scent with wafts out of a jar. Uh, then you give them a piece of your mind. So you do a little personalized note. Then they steal up the stink jar and they ship it out within one to two days. Has plenty of time to ferment and ripen. 
And then step four, fist bump. You win. What's the smell? Oh, that's the smell of victory as you breathe in the stink. <laughs> so you can actually send fart jars. <laughs> I'm just going through this now. That's the testimonials. I hate confrontation with friends and family, but nothing says I love you, even when I want to kill you like a fart in a jar. It's so amazing. Can you imagine sending somebody a box of shit and a fart jar in the same? Oh, there's the nuts. That's what Booger gets. Booger you gets the double, double up. One. Booger gets the double one. Dude, I think it it's so great because you can't like the bag of shit, the the poop sender, you can see that it's poop, right? Like you can see that it's a bag of poop. This one just has a note in a jar. Like scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, Rob. You can see it looks like a looks like yeah. one of those boats in a bottle things that you right. find in the ocean. Like it just looks like a little scroll note in a jar. So you're going, you oh, someone it. said it's like, and then it just whacks you in the face with fucking stank ass. So uh, so yeah, that's gonna be my gift to the ESPN crew uh, because they stink. <laughs> yeah, what was that website again? What's the name of it? Jarts. Send a jart dot com. Send a jart. Send a jart dot com. Uh, Rob, let's head to Twitter. So uh, we'll wrap the show up with some tweets here. So uh, Rob's tweets. Yours, uh, the first couple I'm seeing here, Rob, actually aren't even about Booger. They're about Witten. So let's go through yours, and then we'll answer some Twitter questions, and we'll get the truck out of here. Um, who has more fucked up fingers, Tommy G or Booger McFarland? Thank you, Rob. Dude, did you see Booger? He raised his head, and he each finger was a crooked sausage and that was like five inches, eight inches long. Like, you uh, do realize that you are comparing me to that hand. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Just want to make sure yeah. that yeah. the more you insult Booger's hand, the more you are insulting me because you compared me directly to him. And I think I won the poll. So, what uh, poll? so thanks. Well, the more okay. people said that my hand, excuse me, I almost choked. More people said that my hand was more fucked up than Booger's, so the uh, okay. the Twitterverse seemed to be on, on your side. So thanks, asshole. I appreciate you. And for that, okay. I'm going to do this. Look at my oh. There you go. Every time someone pisses me off, I just put my hand on the screen so they could see it. Uh, Witten tries to call plays. Wrong every time. Dude, it's so bad. All right, what you're going to see here is a screen pass. Boom. Fucking center dive like yep. a fucking yep. dive they're like, gonna bring the house here and they drop eight in coverage like exactly. him and booger he missed four in a row last night dude him and booger are trying i said it two weeks ago about booger how he's like the anti-tony romo uh next one witten said getting the first was more important than scoring with 16 seconds left 16 seconds left dude he said well at least he got the first down that was the big important part there and what happened they didn't fucking score oh, fucking did these guys <laughs> Uh, this is the whitest moment of my life. My five-year-old tricked my 10-year-old by getting him a glass of sink water instead of filtered water. You would think it was toilet water. <laughs> <laughs> so my oldest said to the youngest, hey, go get me a drink. And he brought it up, and he's like this shit-eating grin on his face. You know, like when you shook dad's beer up, and you're uh-huh. about to hand it to him. And he takes a drink, and he's like giggling. And my oldest goes, oh, what is this? And he goes, I got it out of the sink. <laughs> You're such like, a bougie sink family. water. <laughs> sink water. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking bougie-ass fucking family. What are you guys bringing, like, a bottle of sparkling water to the fucking sink dinner table? Water. <laughs> sink water. Like, that's fucking sewer water or something. Dude, my favorite thing to do, and this is, this probably is things Tommy G invented because it was, like, 30 years ago. But um, I started waitering when I was, like, fucking 
eight years old at my uh at my grandfather's restaurant right like i would like you know run tables and bus mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. so you know i waited all the way up until i was waited and bartended until i was probably like 25 and um my favorite thing to do when customers would p- piss me off and they'd want to refill in their waters i would just go fucking take their fucking cups right to the toilet and fill it with toilet water and put some ice no in. nonstop nonstop the other big one um oh. spit in the sunday hakalugi in the sunday give them a free sunday if they've been a pain no. in the ass. dude Never, if you've been a pain in the ass all day, never uh, accept a free Sunday, never send your food back, and uh, never ask for a water refill. I'm telling you, I feel like these are things that I was like first on the scene with, but dude, uh, there's nothing better, Rob, than because uh, you know what? Like, if they're bitching the whole time, what do people uh, usually give you? They give you the free Sunday, right? Let me get you some free desserts or coffees, right? Mm-hmm. The Sunday, dude, free Sunday. Who turns down a free Sunday? And it's all covered in white ice cream and, and, whipped cream and cherries dude we used to take that shit in the back put a scoop on (laughs) right on it scoop right on top of it whipped cream around it chips ding boom give it to them they would never you can't even see the disgust of my face right now it was fucking genius just Ugh, fucking hot. That's so foul. Right. I'm the nicest person in restaurants. I'm nice. That's why I am. Yeah, you can't dude. You've seen my, Rob, me and you were both like that. When we've been out to dinner a lot, and when we go out, Kevin Adams is the nut low. Dude, how much spit and toilet water has Kevin Adams oh had? Oh, my God, life? if he only knew. Kevin Adams is the nut low in the service industry. Like oh. Uber drivers, like fucking waiters and waitresses, <laughs> fucking true. anyone below him in status, he just fucking destroys verbally. Hotel check-in people, fucking you name it. Like, and I'm the opposite. Like, I'm more likely to scream at a fucking manager or a CEO than I am at a waiter or a busboy or an Uber driver. So it makes me so uncomfortable when he does it. Like, it's, yeah, I hate it. And, dude, I'm just like, I won't even eat when we go to a restaurant and he does it. I'm like, I'm He's not like, ordering anything else. Hey, asshole, I said no tomato on this fucking thing. And he he and does me- it condescendingly. Like, he says <laughs> it loud enough that they can hear it, but not at them. Like, exactly. we'll be in an Uber in the back seat, and I'll go, does this guy realize his fucking car stinks like shit? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. And the guy will make a wrong turn, and he'll just be like, dude, where the fuck is this idiot going? Like, and, but not saying it to him. And then when he goes to them, he rips their throat out. Don't talk to him, because he'll tell you he's the fucking nicest person in the world to fucking people. But, dude, when he moved out of my building, the fucking lady who runs the building was like, I was like, ah, oh, Kevin's gone, whatever. She's like, he made me cry four times. <laughs> She's the sweetest lady. I'm like, why didn't you ever tell me? Like, I would have smacked the shit out of him. She's like, oh, you know, I knew you guys were friends and stuff. She's like, I'm so, I'm so happy he's gone. He just yells at me all the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, I once watched him stomp the center console at, a, at an Uber and bust it everywhere. And he's getting out the door. He's like, you'll get that fixed, right, bro? I was and just keep Uber. on rolling. And then I'm, he's like, my Uber rating's like 4.9. I'm like, well, mine's like 4.6 because you always, I think mine's like 4.79 now that I haven't Ubered with Kevin in the last six months. But my, my Uber ride was just dropping. It's because I would get the Ubers and he would talk shit. And then remember the one time, Rob, we were all together in New York and we got an Uber that was on Kevin's Uber and yeah. he was super nice and respectful. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. were just like, and we caught on to it. We're like, wait a minute. You're just an asshole when it's not on your Uber. When it's on yours, you Thank fucking you, sir. act um, appropriate. Thank excuse you so me, much. sir. Can Leaving you turn the air conditioner up? Bro, when it's on my Uber, he fucking... Like, I think one star, one star, one star. 
<laughs> Fucking Kevin, that motherfucker. Uh, yeah, but be careful uh, sending food back at restaurants. Tomlin waited to send Ben back in. Obviously, we discussed that one. That's it. Um, I'm offended by people getting offended. So am I. I like, Dude, I like you that. seen the Snow White shit? Bro, every day there's no, what's you snow. seen the fucking Rudolph shit? Now? What? You seen the fucking? Uh, yeah, I say Rudolph. Uh, I heard the fucking. Uh, baby, it's cold outside. I know the it's baby it's cold snow outside. people instead of snowman. I know Santa having kids on his lap is pedophilic. Um, what's what's Snow White? I haven't heard this one. Uh, it's uh, misogynistic and uh, de- demeaning. Good. We're a better gender. And Get over it. Uh, kids shouldn't watch it anymore. Good. I am so fucking sick, dude. I'm I don't numb even. To it now. I laugh I'm, at it now. I, I literally got numb after um, Baby It's Called Outside. Dude, I showed my wife. I was like, look at this thing about uh, the Snow White. She's like, what the fuck is happening to our world? Fucking virtue signalers. I, I don't know what's happening in this world, but I am so offended by people getting offended. I just can't take it anymore. Yeah, I, I just I just, I just, just want to ratchet it up. Like, I just want to ratchet it up. Like, Like, just say shit that I don't even believe. You know, like if someone came at me on Twitter about the misogyny in Snow White, my first words would be like, good, we're just better than you. Who? Men. Like, just take it to a level that you don't yeah. even fucking just say, just do what they're doing. Say the extreme opposite, most crazy thing on the other side of the spectrum just to fucking counter it. Um, I really need to get off the Internet. I'm assuming this came shortly after finding out about Snow White. No, this is something different that I really need your hot take on. Hold mm-hmm. on. Hold on. No, we never landed on the moon. You don't think we landed on the moon? No, we definitely didn't land on the moon. All right. We landed on the moon. No, we didn't. Um, here you go, Tommy. Mm-hmm. The Earth is not flat, though, but we didn't land on the moon. I hate how people are grouping those two together. Like, if you if you don't believe in the moon landing, which was obviously fucking staged, then you all of a sudden believe the Earth is flat. No, those are two totally different things. You go can on. literally see that the Earth is curved when yes, you go into yes, outer space. Yes, exactly. Um, so here's this woman. Oh, my God. I forgot to show you this one, too. Here's this woman. Um, there's just so much. And here's this woman. So she uh, is perfectly healthy, but she chooses to live as a handicapped person. Oh, come on. Get the fuck out of here. And she. What is this? She identifies herself fuck as. this cunt. Transabled. Oh, my and God. And there's a story about her. She wears these braces on her legs. Stop. She's in a wheelchair. And this, she labels this herself. This fucking piece as of garbage is a real human transabled yes this yeah i saw this on the internet piece of and shit, i human what the fuck dude see now this shit's still pissing me off like you, you there I'm are not people that would kill about... would be fucking able-bodied you dude, asshole this is the most disrespectful thing i've ever seen in my life and Isn't it? you're just a fucking idiot like because the only reason the only possible benefit the only possible way that this would make sense is if you like the fucking attention that you're getting Right. Because the only benefit to being disabled, if there is one, is that, you know, like you, you do get some pity from people, which tends to be a negative. But like if I break my arm, you know, which isn't the same as being disabled, obviously, but it's the closest I've been to disabled, you know, having a body part in a cast or having to be in a wheelchair. Yeah, right. Like the negative is you're fucking disabled and that's horrible for that period of time. But the positive is, you know what? Everyone wants to come over and sign your cast and everyone's nicer to you and they pay more attention. This is probably some fucking loser who was fucking beige walking around life in a shade of beige where no one knew who the fuck she was. She just blended into the fucking background. And now this little stupid fucking cunt wants to run around and go, I need attention and put some fucking braces on. Walk around like I'm fucking forest cunt. Dude. 
Trans <laughs> abled. Oh, did you fuck. like the? Did you like the Forrest Gump instead of Forrest Gump with the braces? Forrest, on his uh, I, actually, I didn't hear it until yeah. you just reset it. Yeah. yeah, I did. I do like that. It's funny. If there's uh, ever been a time to use the word cunt, this this woman is it. Dude, if a disabled person choked her out in the middle of I the street, I would love to totally see someone beat the shit out of her with a fucking yeah. cane. I'd love to see a blind guy beat her with his walking stick. Just fucking pummel her. I can't so even stupid. see you, but you smell like fucking whore. Oh, what a piece of shit. Fuck these people. Fucking really make her disabled. Anyway, um, Heisman ceremony is bullshit, you wrote. Do you like the Heisman ceremony? I don't watch it. There's always something better on to watch. There's always some sporting event. I think I was watching. It's an hour of bullshit followed yeah, by about 30 just, seconds of actual Heisman Award. I don't listen, need to listen to Nick Saban talk about how great a guy he is. No, I do agree with who they awarded it to, though. I and, don't, um, actually. You don't? I don't. Um, I get it. I'm not upset about it. But give me the reason why you agree with it first. Well, I think he was the best player in the country. I no, mean, two it was. Flat out. No, no, he wasn't. Two it was. Yeah. Why? Just because he played for Alabama? I mean, Tua was was fucking incredible. I mean, you could argue it. I mean, Oklahoma has the most innovative offense. Uh, They have the best, honestly, the most innovative coach as far as play calling. And they play in a conference of fucking nobodies. That's fair. Like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I look at that shit. Yes, Alabama, you can't punish Alabama for being amazing. Because we saw them with Jalen Hurts in there, you know, last year and the year before. Where they were still really good, but I mean... You know, you could tell that wasn't a team that was completely unstoppable. Yeah. It's just when you look at fucking, you know, who Oklahoma's playing constantly. I mean, they did have the worst defense in, like, America. So, you know, I'll I'll give that on the other side, right? But Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's, dude, you're playing TCU and Baylor and K-State and Texas Techs and Kansas every fucking week. I mean, who can't throw up fucking video game numbers on those assholes? Alabama and Tua... It's got to go out there and play in the yeah. fucking SEC. SEC, you know. So to yeah. throw up video game numbers and just absolutely piss on some of the best teams in the country week after week, you know, you're pissing on fucking Georgia. You're pissing on fucking, you know, even Kentucky was a very improved team. Florida's always good. South Carolina's decent. Fucking LSU's good. You know, obviously it wasn't the strongest year for the SEC. You know, you really had Alabama and Georgia, and then the rest of the SEC was a bunch of very good teams, but. I mean, you can go all the way down to Vanderbilt and fucking Ole Miss and Auburn, and these teams are still better than fucking Kansas and Baylor. Yeah, so the SEC, yeah I, I think yeah. fucking Tua got fucked because he got hurt. I was screaming it in the last game. He got hurt on the second play of the game. He was the favorite mm-hmm. for the Heisman going into mm-hmm. their final game. He got hurt. He played through it. Saban should have pulled him. Looked he like left shit. him in, yeah. throwing off one leg. He couldn't run. He couldn't throw, and that was the last taste in everyone's mouth. So I get it, but I kind of feel bad for the kid because if he didn't get hurt, he wins the Heisman. And, and they're punishing him because he got hurt or played hurt through that game. That's fair. So that's my take on that. That's uh, I wasn't planning on giving that rant, so I'm glad you teed that up for me. That's good. Uh, let's go through a couple Twitter questions before we get out of here. All right, so uh, let me get to your little tweet here. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, heat override. Let's give him a shout out on the pod. Oh, heat yeah. override. Have you, have you met or talked to Rob before? Heat override? No, just on the Twitter. He's fucking, uh, he's a nut job. I love him to yeah. death. Heat Override, don't give a fuck. Heat Override was born to be in the WWE. I don't know how he's not in the WWE. He's almost as crazy as I am, um, but that's why I love him. So he said, uh, fuck, Mary kill, I guess this is. 
Uh, Domino's, Chuck E. Cheese, Little Caesars, Papa John's. Well, he said, he said, don't forget the T for torture. So fuck, marry, kill, torture. Domino's, Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> Little Caesars, Papa John's. <laughs> what is this? Um... Okay, I'm going to. Oh, I think torture. he's talking about the mascots. So the Noid for Domino's, Chuck E. Cheese, the Little Caesar guy, and Papa John. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna torture the Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. He's a freaky looking thing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that thing. I'm going to kill Papa John. Um, just to just to trigger the conservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to <laughs> marry Little Caesars because I like the pizza pizza. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I'll fuck Domino's. It's nice and greasy, and you know you can really get in there. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, Papa John is the worst pizza of these three by far. Oh, so I would bad. rather eat fucking uh, Elio's. Elio's great actually. Um, I'd rather eat like pizza off your dick. Carpet, than eat oh, right. Papa John's. Yeah, yeah like right. carpet with fucking marinara on it is better than Papa John's. I don't know how so the, everyone in the South can eat that shit because it's everywhere. But um, Papa John himself, I like. He seems like a nice guy. Um, seems like he hates Hillary. So I'm going to marry him. Uh, I'm going to fucking definitely torture Chuck E. Cheese. That dude's fucking scary. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna fuck the Noid. I like the Noid for Domino's. And I guess I'm going to have to kill a little, little Caesar because I don't think I've had Little Caesars in like 15, 20 years. So... Uh, that's it that um what are you offended by that's what uh cj sharp wants to know what are you offended by rob Um, i think we teed that up that was your tweet right you're offended by people being offended i am offended yeah i mean i'm fully there like uh, if you tell me you're offended by something and you hate something unless it's like rape or child abuse or Mm -hmm. things that obviously humans are offended by i'm just I'm offended by you being fucking offended. I'm also shit. offended by people being offended. And I'm more offended by people thinking they know me who don't know me and then making public statements about me on Twitter or judging me. And they have no fucking idea. Who I am. Dude, I got the, I got a tweet today. Like, and this isn't even a bad one. Like you're 40 years old and you still play beer pong. Like, yeah. And like the fuck, like I know 50 year olds are still playing fucking video games. At least I'm having fun with my friends in an interactive social environment. Like what's more social than beer pong? With four of us sitting at a table drinking at a fast pace, talking shit and playing a sport, kind of like and betting money like and talking shit like that's literally what being a man is about. I'll be playing beer pong till I'm 80. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm not going to go through any of the serious ones. Uh, fuck, Mary kill Rocky, Paulie or Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Um, I'm going to kill Paulie, man. I. I mm. I never liked that character, man. He always pissed me off. Um, you definitely marry uh, Rocky, though, um, and then you fuck Adrian for obvious reasons. I mean, you're going to have to fuck one of them, right? Like, yeah. So you're going to have to fuck both of them, right? Like if you're married or fucking them. So marry Rocky, fuck Adrian, kill Pauly. Uh, that sucks. I like Pauly, but yeah, we're going to have to kill him. Um, did you guys figure out the over-under on women listening to the podcast? Oh, I forgot to find Sam's tweet. Go on. Let me find hers. Oh, Do you think I, the over-under I, is 30? No fucking way, dude. Um, really? So, I think my I think number is more like 14 and a half. Oh, here's, I found Sam's tweet. Sam is one of them. I know that. She she tweeted under the uh, the other one. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So, Sam, Sam Martinez. That's our girl. Sam Bass. 90. Okay. So, uh, Sam wrote, fuck alcoholic, marry Jeff wow. Mans, kill Mad Lab, the bod, no mercy babes, who y'all wow. got? So she's going to fuck you, Rob. 
Wow. I can't even find her. Sam wants and it's Sam it's S A M B A S ninety. Sam yeah. is like the Sam is like the new uh, No Mercy Queen. Okay. So cool. Sam said she'd fuck the alcoholic. She didn't even put hey. me in it. So Sam, I'm just hey. assuming because I am in a godlike status that is far superior <laughs> to these other fucking knuckleheads that you're mentioning. That uh godlike status. So she would fuck you, marry man's. I mean that makes sense. He's hairless. Yeah, and then kill sense. Mad Lab. So yours, Robert, of those three. Uh let's take out uh yourself and put the bot in there, since I am obviously uh godlike status that is above all of you listen i'm gonna stick a knife in the bod so deep he'll never get up again so um, (laughs) so you murder the i will kill the bod i'm marrying jeff mans and then i'm gonna work mad lab over oh you're gonna fuck mad lab huh i mean i'm obviously marrying mad lab because i'm already married to mad lab um which once jeff mans falls out of the marry category i think you might be a better fuck than jeff mans You know, like, I don't know. Like, I think you, you might be a little freakier than Jeff, but I got to kill you. I can't kill Jeff. So I'm going to fuck Jeff. Um, Mad Lab's a little, I don't know. Hmm. Mad Lab is my wife, but I think Jeff would make a better wife. Mad Lab makes a better girlfriend. Mad Lab, Mad Lab. Yeah, he's hairier. Dude, man's is wife material. All man's time. is like a wife material. Like, he's literally yeah. a wife, right? Yeah. But I'm still going to marry Mad Lab just because because i'm already married to him so i'm gonna fuck jeff and then kill you um i lost my place now what does he see another question on there i went out sam and searched for you outside of my little show plan list here just to make sure we got you on so i don't see sam's tweet sam needs to fucking start the no mercy babes she needs to she needs to get it on and popping sounds like she must be an alcoholic though huh uh maybe yeah it seems like more than the more than the bodies we'll have to find out sam you gotta let us know if you're an alcoholic Sam, reach out um Fuck, marry, kill, present bod, future bod, past bod. For those of you that don't know, by the way, that you should be listening to the other shows on this with me, Mad Lab, and the bod. Those are hysterical. Um, so those aren't as much sports, but those you can listen to at any time. You could literally, if you're bored on a Sunday, go back and listen to the last 10 Mad Lab and bod pods, and they're all completely relevant because there's no sports in it, just us talking shit. Um, FMK, present bod, future bod, or past bod? What does that mean? I don't even understand what it means. I don't know either, but it's a question, so I asked it. We just at, we're just asking anything now. I mean, this is probably easy for me because I know well, I know Kurt, Kurt for in the past, future, and present. So all right. well, I've known Kurt for three. I'm years, gonna so. say I am marrying current Bod. Wow! By far, I'm killing past Bod because Kurt was a fucking asshole for like 35 years of my life. Like he was a dick. He just wow. judged everything I did, and he was fucking quiet and didn't want me near his friends when he was younger. And you know, since Kurt got married and had kids, we've become like best friends. But Kurt was a dick when we were younger. I mean, it makes sense though. I mean, your your brother is basically Jesus in the high school. You know, like you don't even have a name. <laughs> you don't even have a name. You're just like Tom's brother. Oh, you're you Tommy's know? little brother. Yeah, like so. I mean, it makes sense. You know, all the pussy was like trying to bang him to get to me. Like I, I get it. Um, <laughs> and then I'll fuck future bod because I don't know where it's going to go. So I'll fuck with it a little bit, but I don't want to marry it because I don't know which direction he's going to end up. Um, any others here? I think we're good there. Uh, Robert, is there another one that you wanted to shout out? Uh, no, not really. No. Can you please get a better intro phrase? All Tommy want all does also does Tommy want to eventually settle down? <laughs> well, James, um, you don't <laughs> seem like you're my type, <laughs> but, uh, 
I'll fuck you. <laughs> Just give it a go. Let's give it a little roll in the hay and see where you stand. <laughs> One of the first times I hung out with Tommy, he told me, he said, um, uh, I don't really pick up girls. I go crab. You, know, you said, I don't go fishing. I go crabbing, right? <laughs> so when Tommy goes out, just think of this big crab net, right? So if you go fishing, you catch like a tuna, a fucking shark, a whale, whatever you catch on a fishing rod, right? <laughs> when Tommy goes out, he casts the net. And when you reel that net in, you get like mussels, crabs, clams, <laughs> some fish, like an old sock. You don't know what comes into that fucking net, right? But he you usually, whole- <laughs> usually get crabs. <laughs> But he gets the whole net and he brings it back to his house or yeah, apartment or I cast the net. I go wherever he is and dumps the net in the living room. Yeah. You get all itchy because I get real life crabs. <laughs> you have no idea what comes out of this. Yeah, thing. no, it's that's true. so true, though. I was one of my great lines. Like, I don't go fishing. I go crabbing. So true. <laughs> but uh, any final words here, Rob? I can't wait to hear what this is. No, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to try. Guys. Oh, boy. All right, good. At least you're giving up. For the alcoholic, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. We out. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.